Hey guys, you're listening to Millennials at the Movies. I'm Amy. And I'm Novi, and today's movie is The Pirates Band of Misfits. According to Google Movies, accompanied by his ragtag crew, an enthusiastic pirate captain sails the high seas and dreams of besting his bitter rivals in a quest to win the coveted title Pirate of the Year. The captain's quest takes him and his comrades from the exotic shores of Blood Island to Victorian London's foggy streets. Along the way, they battle a clever queen and join forces with a young scientist named Charles Darwin. It's not streaming free anywhere, but you can rent or buy it on most streaming platforms. On Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give it an 86 and the audience a 60. Wow, we're doing better. It took fucking um, claymation to get us there this year, huh? (laughs) I mean, odds are we are going to hate it because we've hated all of these really (laughs) well-written movies, but... I don't know. The voice actors in this movie are really damn good. So it already makes it difficult for me to hate. Like, what's his name is the lead? Hugh Hugh Grant. Grant. (laughs) And that's already good. Um, But then there's other ones, too. But I mean, if you want me to listen to Hugh Grant for like an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, I'll get through it. I'll be okay. Um, I'm sure. I thought you would be way more excited by Imelda Staunton since you love Harry Potter so much. I do, and the entire movie through, because I remember you telling me that there was somebody from Harry Potter that did a voice in this movie, and I knew it was the Queen. I knew 100%, but I was trying to figure it out, so I wasn't allowing myself to look up who she was. And you know what? I know you don't give a shit about Harry Potter, but she plays Dolores Umbridge for all of the Harry Potter fans that know, or what I call the Pink Lady. Um, And these two roles for this woman are so stupidly similar. I like It's so funny to me that... It's almost the same character. I mean, way more evil, obviously, in Harry Potter, because this is actually, no, 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 equally evil. It's not fair to say way more evil, considering what happens towards the end of the movie. Um, But yeah, they're very similar. Yeah, we don't know that she's evil yet, though. We open up in London in 1837, (laughs) and so far... She's just pissed off because one of the people who works for her, an admiral, is bragging about how great their navy has been at colonizing (laughs) other places. But Mm -hmm. all she cares about is this one little area near South America controlled by pirates because she really (laughs) hates pirates, like, a lot. Yep. And she even hates their shanties, which makes me distrust her immediately because she's (laughs) delightful. Uh, I don't even know if I know what shanties are. Can I say that? Is that too embarrassing to admit? (laughs) I I have no idea. But I'm going to take your word for it that they're amazing. Or I'm going to take her word for it and think that they're horrible. But I don't hate pirates. so I'm nicer than she is, so Mm. let's go with that. That's Um, terrifying. All I could think of, though, this movie came out in, I believe, 2012. Mm Mm-hmm. And as they were talking, I'm just like, wow, claymation teeth really haven't gotten a whole lot better since Mollusk <laughs> and Gromit, have they? No. Because they're really bad. They're so far apart. They are, but I kind of enjoy that. I don't know why. But I imagine that it's probably difficult to put them close together without them all just becoming one large lump. So, well, but I then like, I've never done that. So, never made I like the lot of the stylistic choices they made with the claymation though i liked the shape of queen victoria's face with her like squat fat lips and her giant butt (laughs) yeah i liked how curly pirate captain's beard was yes it was so good i loved it too and you know what he does have a very glorious i don't know what the wording they used for it is but it is a very glorious shiny beautiful (laughs) beard the word was luxuriant. They kept luxuriant. going back to it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a word, I just couldn't remember, and I didn't write it down. But I'll I'll stick with glorious. They can have luxuriant. I just oh. love that our introduction to the pirates, though, um, is just them fighting amongst themselves. And I was just sitting there like, what the hell are we arguing about? And it reminded me, this is so weird because I've never seen any of these shows, but... It reminded me of that scene that you sent me of Angel and Spike in, I think, the show Angel. Yeah, it was. Um, Where they're fighting. Oh, God, what are they even fighting over? Who would win if it was astronauts? Astronauts and cavemen. 
Yes, that's what this felt like it was because I didn't I didn't even know what the hell they were arguing over because they just kept going back and forth between looting and shiny cutlasses, I believe was what it was. And it reminded me of this scene in the psych musical where Lassiter and Sean are just going back and forth like the park, the bus, because there's no <laughs> anger behind it at all until they start actually beating each other up. <laughs> yeah. It was a great introduction to these wonderful pirates, I will call them. Uh, but yeah, you know, what's the best part of being a pirate? Looting, shiny cutlasses, or the chance to catch exotic diseases? I mean, it's close. It's really close. Yep. But, <laughs> as we find out from Captain, the best <laughs> part is none of those. It's Ham Knight. So I'm 100% Ham. on his side. You know, it's funny to me because he also throws in, it's not, it's also not scantily clad mermaids. I'm like, wow, okay, I'm listening. And then he says Ham Knight, and I literally wrote, I'm sorry, Ham Knight? And then ham it's knight. actually, yeah, it's ham. It's a night where they eat ham. And I don't like ham, but you know what? Do you? <laughs> Enjoy your ham. Or, you know, your meat ballet, as one of them calls it. Okay, he calls it a meat ballet because there is an interpretive dance that Pirate Captain <laughs> does about the ham. Yep. But I kind of dig it because they're trying to do the whole like, oh yeah, we're not talking like rape and pillage, hide your wives, hide your kids, pirates. Mm -hmm. We're talking about like a family who lives on the sea and might steal stuff sometimes, but they're such yeah. nice boys. <laughs> they, um, boys is a word. Especially for one of them, who is <laughs> Exactly. What? No. He's just, you know, surprisingly curvaceous. That's all. That's all. Uh, yep. Totally a boy. They introduce <laughs> Polly the parrot. Yes, parrot. Polly, mm -hmm. this might be a claymation thing, but that is the most suspicious looking bird face I've seen, including Turkey. <laughs> it's the laziest eyes that, like, it's... It's so good. I loved it. I was like, look at your eyes. You are plotting just awful things right now, aren't you? I legitimately thought Polly was going to end up doing something bad. Yeah, so did I. It was the face. But really, Polly just like hops around the table and all the pirates are nuzzling her and it's adorable. Whatever. So cute. It's so cute. I preferred that. I just expected it to be bad, which says yeah. something about us, I guess. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Captain insists that this year, as opposed to the past 20 years where he consistently <laughs> failed, he's going to win Pirate of the Year. Mm -hmm. And he proves this using a line chart and calling it math, which is super impressive to the other pirates, but it's not yeah. math. The yeah. entire argument is, it, like, it's his turn. After yeah. losing for 20 years, odds are he can't lose again, right? Except, <laughs> as we find out, he's hella pathetic, so yeah. <laughs> Aw, poor okay, captain, captain. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hate this Pirate of the Year thing to begin with. Yeah, same. You have to fill out an entry form for yourself. You're not nominated by somebody else, which is some self-filating bullshit. They're pirates. Like, they're yeah. pirate captains. Of course they're nominating themselves. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but I didn't need... I will say this. I didn't need that whole part of the movie i didn't need the other captains in the movie they did yeah. nothing for me we'll talk about them but they like they were just a waste of time this movie could have been cut by 30 minutes without all of that well it was only an hour 24 as is it wouldn't yeah. have been a feature-length movie if they cut all of that that's a good point <laughs> but He's filling out his form, and then his rivals come in and make him feel a little insecure when their booty is bigger than his. <laughs> booty. Um, uh -huh. Cutlass Liz looks like she came out of a rap video from 2005. She has like a <laughs> giant bejeweled pendant with her name on it, a skull and crossbones belly button ring, and low-rise jeans exposing her ass crack. Yep. Well, uh, what's her name? Does that voice right? I like her accent a lot, actually. Um, I don't Selma remember Hayek. her name. Selma Hayek. Thank you. Um, I really, really like hearing her talk. But what's funny to me is, oh man, I should have really re researched this first. She was in a movie a long time ago with Chandler Bing, who has a real name. I'm sure of it. But they were in a movie together. 
Yeah, that one doesn't matter. Chandler Bing. Um, <laughs> uh, they were in a movie together, and it was one of my like first ever like I know who you are now movies for Selma Hayek. And so every time I hear her speak or see her in anything, I'm like, oh, you were in that movie. Don't remember what it's called. She gets pregnant with his baby and stuff. Gotcha. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I ship that more than Chandler and Monica. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god i ship almost everything more than chandler more than chandler let's not go yeah. into it um, liz and one of the other pirates called pegleg hastings have this weird banter where basically he calls her a whore mm-hmm. but considering that when he walked in he was just like lack up your daughters it seems like more like yeah i'm a whore too than yeah, the actual insult yeah they're they're like friends they they are the same (laughs) yeah all of the other pirates that come in seem to have a genuine camaraderie except for pirate captain whom they all hate yeah i don't understand why i didn't understand it either and i hated them because of it It it's just like wow you're all dicks fuck you like why are you guys ganging up on one guy that's not cool no matter what the situation yeah and this is the point where i also don't understand the surprisingly curvaceous pirate Mm -hmm. because at the beginning, oh. I'm just like, oh, men can't be, like, women can't be pirates, so she has to yeah. be a man. But if women can be pirates, why the hell is she not a woman? And, like, captains, right? Because that's the whole thing. They're all pirate captains of some sort, right? Um, and so if, if there's a female captain, then, like, yeah, you can be part of a gang of pirates. I don't think they're called gangs, but, but I'm calling them that now. Mm-hmm. but yeah it doesn't make sense and i hadn't thought of it until you just said that yeah uh another pirate named black Mel- bellamy shows up in a whale that he has tamed and tricked out with light up teeth and a trapdoor <laughs> that opens into his like flood of coins do you want to know what i wrote his name down as what moby dick captain oh <laughs> You know, he comes off like he's got a real small one, though, because he's like, look how big my booty is. I got so much booty, but he's the most insecure little prick. Um, But when he comes in and shows off all of this stuff, the albino pirate goes, wow, we are rubbish compared to them, aren't we? (laughs) And he's my favorite because he's so cheerful about it. Yes! I love him! I love him, too. I was between two, but he ended up winning because he is the dumbest, most adorable, most, like, happy character ever. And those are always, like, I have a weak spot for them. But also, Anton Yelchin played him, and I have a soft spot for that boy as well. Um, Star Trek's Chekhov, the new one, the movies, obviously. And then in Terminator uh, Salvation, he was Reese. And I loved him in both of those things, and... Um, it makes me sad, poor, poor boy. But uh, yeah. yeah, he he did a good job with this voice because apparently there were two people who played his or did his voice, but that's the one I recognized anyway. And um, he did a good job with it because it was very like clearly ditzy, dumb little pirate, but also like the happiest. Like I love everything and I love everyone and we're gonna be great even though we suck compared to these people. Oh, it's like he loved his crew and his captain, but he was also totally geeking out that all of these celebrity pirates were there. Yep. I loved it. <laughs> Same. Um, captain tries to sneak out before they can see him there because he's decided he's not even turning in a form. Mm-hmm. But they call him out because he's making too much noise creeping over all of Bellamy's money. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have a wanted poster for Captain, and the reward for catching oh. him is 12 doubloons and a yeah. free pen. Oh. oh. Poor, poor Captain. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I um, like that they throw in a free pen, too. I mean, yeah. that's nice, right? And he doesn't leave. Bellamy just stands there roasting him. I always thought they gave it to the pirate with the most booty. Did they now just give it to the guy with the fattest parrot? Oh, God. He's not fat. He's just big boned. He? She? Polly's a girl, I think. Polly is fat, though. Later on, we find out that Polly is so fat that she can't even fly. Mm. Leave Polly alone. No. But apparently Polly did want a cracker. Or many crackers. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah um they're such assholes to him and he's just 
I, I like at least though that at the end of being completely like torn to shreds by these captains, everybody's laughing. These other pirates, I mean, they're all laughing at him in there. And at the end, he's like, "No, I am putting in for it. You'll see. It's my year. I'm gonna win." And I'm like, "Thank goodness, because you were just pussying out a second ago. I'm glad that you're not gonna let it get you, even though like, yeah, no chance in hell. But <laughs> you know, like, still go in for it again." <laughs> That was the, him letting it get to him, though, because he knew he had no chance, but they were basically like, oh, what are you, a pussy? Are you going to be a pussy about it? And he said, okay, fine, I'll put it in. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, be a pussy in that way, though. Don't be a pussy where you just walk out of there and leave your dreams behind, damn it. Yeah, he <laughs> decides he needs to get more gold if he wants to win this award, so he starts just raiding every boat he sees. But his yeah. instincts are awful, so yeah. there's a plague boat a children's field trip, a nudist colony, and a ghost ship. <laughs> I think the nudist colony was my favorite one. I'm like, you just nudists on a boat. This is wonderful. <laughs> I if if you should be naked anywhere, it should be on a boat. Let's be honest here. Um, they probably spent more booty on the cannons to attack these ships than they got from the ships. <laughs> Yeah, he tries so hard and I felt so bad for him. And he is so defeated afterwards. He's just like, yeah, no, I'm done. But he yeah. does have a world's best captain mug and I adore that. These Those little touches that they threw into this movie really made it so good. Yeah, I appreciated that the comedy was very universal because especially in animated movies these days, a lot of the comedy is just like, slightly stale pop culture references yeah and memes that are about six months old by the time the movie was released <laughs> and is therefore over this yeah. really doesn't have a lot of pop culture it has a lot of very general jokes mm -hmm. that can hit even if you don't know a lot about pop culture or even if you're just sick of it yeah no there's also what i think they mean to show like how fucked his life is and how everything is falling apart where he dips his cookie into the coffee that he's drinking and it just crumbles in and I'm like you know what no that's heartbreaking I hate when that happens I hate it so much because then you've got cookie just like mushy cookie in your fucking coffee so that's ruined but also you don't have a cookie left with enough coffee dipped like coffee liquid on it and so it's everything is ruined and if you're having a bad day that could really fuck with you i might be taking this a little too personally <laughs> um, i'm very very passionate about dipping cookies into coffee yeah apparently you are <laughs> um, captain's smee is called the pirate with a scarf but he always calls him mm. number two so that's what we're going with yes um He's been in this whole movie so far, but all he ever does is go, you're right, Captain. I, uh -huh. I love you, Captain. Ignore uh -huh. them, Captain. <laughs> and there's so little to say about him, but he finally does something debatably worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Because uh, Captain is saying he wants to go into making baby clothes instead of piracy. <laughs> and he like bolsters him up and tells him, no, you're the best Captain in the world. You have to keep captaining and you're going to be Pirate of the Year. Yeah, and I loved him there. Also, he's voiced by Martin Freeman. I'm just going to keep throwing in celebrity names. Um, I love Martin Freeman so much. So it, I had no idea it was him. And then when I was looking up names of characters, I was like, oh, shit, I know you. Um, but yeah, um, number two ends up not at this exact moment, of course, but um, soon becomes one of my favorite characters as well. And this is the start of that. Also, I love that there he says to the captain that he the crew thinks that he is the best thing since boil in the bag ham and i'm like sure okay i mean let's not do that i think probably like i don't know that that sounds like a good idea to boil your ham in a bag that that would just be a thing that was sold but you know what it might be something that's sold i haven't looked into it but in i love the that 1800s it probably was a thing for preserving meats Ah, to eat them at sea where there's no refrigeration point. okay never mind i take it back but you know i do love the comparison of that saying to you know best things in sliced bread yeah. that was fun <laughs> um captain finally gets his guts back and decides he's going to attack a new boat and they wind mm -hmm. up on darwin's boat of taxidermy and half preserved alive animals <laughs> 
this was yeah I had a moment where I was just like wait Charles Darwin that's what we're doing now what yeah the like fuck? a real human person that I'm sure in no way is gonna come <laughs> off as Captain Simp the entire movie um uh, but I mean Captain is just horrified at this entire ship the entire group of pirates who were like oh it's murdering and cutlasses and yo-ho I'm so excited about it are just like yeah this place is weird Captain Ham Knight can we get out of here <laughs> yeah well he Darwin is a wonderful person at this point like he is so enjoyable because he's sitting there writing in his journal about I don't know, some discoveries or whatever. I wasn't paying attention to the details there. But then he (laughs) stops for a second and because a cannon hits and then he sits there and calmly continues to write. And now I'm being attacked by pirates. And I'm like, you, you, yes, good for you. Also, you know, he's never going to get a girlfriend. Yeah. Darwin. That's his whole thing, though. Like the entire (laughs) time he's just sitting there in her monologuing. I'm never going to get a girlfriend. I'm very lonely. (laughs) Yep. While, like, wanking it to a picture of Queen Victoria on the wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say you have bad taste. Good for you. She's got booty in a different way, and you, that's what you're into. Ooh. Uh-huh. Um, I went there. <laughs> Captain cannot tell the difference between gold doubloons and a baboon kidney, which explains a lot about why he has not uh, won Pirate of the Year. Yeah, it really does. And he does it twice, which is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is also where we find out that Polly is not a parrot. Uh, yes, Captain is in a bad mood, so they're about to murder Darwin for no reason, until Darwin realizes that Polly is a dodo bird, not yes. a parrot. Yeah. Ugh. And I think this is also the point in the movie where the soundtrack really gets my attention oh, around this part of it. It's so fucking good, because, I mean... London Calling is played and I was immediately I was like okay I'm more interested in this movie now let's go let's do oh, this the entire soundtrack <laughs> is great yeah it uh, we, we will get to another part of this fucking soundtrack when we get there and we will talk about it but oh, there's at will? least two other songs I want to talk about it's the same part I know it is um, <laughs> I did when- enjoy uh, I was just saying, I did enjoy the the map scene earlier that we saw where they were like traveling, you know, and we and we see the boat moving across the map. I thought that was cute with all the like animated things that are blowing them from this side to that side and whatever. And mm-hmm. I like that it comes up again where Darwin is like, yeah, no, that's those are the sea monsters are just for decoration. In the maps they are not actually real things. And I really thought that was cute. And the it fact was. that it comes up later is even better. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Darwin has decided that if he presents Polly at a science convention in London, he would get untold riches. And mm-hmm. Captain wants some of that so he can become Pirate of the Year. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's where Queen Victoria is, and she hates pirates. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I thought Darwin was just trying to encourage him to do this so he could get somewhere safe instead of being held captive on a fucking boat with these monsters. Yeah. But number two thinks it's a very stupid plan, and it is. Very. Because... In my estimation, to be pirate of the year, your booty has to come from illegal sources. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you win a prize, that's not pirate booty. It's just money. Because wouldn't the queen be the best pirate in that case? Ooh. That's a it good point. It was just about who has the most money. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. It would. Um, He... We see this a lot, and we've already seen it, but we continue to see it. He's not smart at all. Like, he is the dumbest pirate ever, ever, ever. Okay, person. It's not even a pirate thing. It's just he's really dumb. Um, The captain tells number two that he could learn something from Darwin, and two is pissed off because he's got this, like, huge man crush on captain, and that's He really does. Yeah. I was here for his crush for Captain. Like, I was here for it, but I wanted Captain to return it, or at least be nice about it. And I wanted him <laughs> to get over it and go for somebody that actually deserved his devotion. 
Yeah, but we don't ever get anyone like that. So I was like, no, let Captain just start appreciating you at some point. Um, And this is a, you know, claymation. So it's bound to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They get to London and there's a wooden waving standee (laughs) of Queen Victoria smiling. (laughs) that says Queen Victoria welcomes you to London. And then once you get past a certain point, it swings around to a murderous standee with a beheaded pirate that says, unless you're a pirate. Yep. The the signs in this movie were the funniest part, in my opinion. Yeah, she couldn't have been more clear, honestly. And Captain is still like, no, it's fine. It's totally fine. We're going to be, it's going to be great. Don't worry about it. It's like, but, okay. And if that wasn't clear enough, they run across a man named Captain Morgan being oh. chained up until he starves to death. He's an old friend of pirate captains. Apparently they hung out in the Caribbean and hooked up with two lemmers. <laughs> okay, don't fuck animals. Please don't fuck animals. But you know what? The animals in this movie... Girls. Well, and the animals in this movie, as we'll see later, might be able to consent to it, some of them. So maybe they were consenting lemurs. Who knows, really? Oh, Lord. You know? Yeah, we, I went there. I fucking went there. And what? But yes, that cap, that uh, pirate and captain have this whole conversation like, hey, how you been? Yeah, me, I'm going to a science show. Oh, good luck with that. And then it's like, all right. And he does the little call me motion, which I thought was hilarious because you don't fucking have like, how's he going to call you? What's he going to call you on? Uh-huh. Um, but then they like keep going. And the guy, the what is his name? Morgan, right? Yeah. The pirate in the cage. Yeah, that's what I wrote it down as the pirate in the cage. Captain um, Morgan like the liquor. That's a liquor? I didn't even know. It's rum. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like rum. Okay, anyway, <laughs> Captain Morgan. Now I have to fucking try Captain Morgan rum. Look what you've done encouraging me to drink. No. But, point is... Sponsored by. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> How do we get that? Um, okay, no, but point is, like, the cap- that Captain Morgan realizes, like, wait, shit, I should have asked you to save me. And he starts calling after them, but it's too late. Poor Captain Morgan's going to starve to death after all. Yeah. That was that was dark and depressing. Next. <laughs> um, Darwin is clearly plotting to steal Polly, and he even gets mm-hmm. caught plotting to do it with his monkey butler, Mr. Bobo. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain refuses to listen to number two because he's incompetent. Of course. And then Captain has a dream about how he's going to be Pirate of the Year and then Cutlass Liz is like lusting over his beard. But when he goes to kiss her, she turns into Bellamy, which between that and the lemmer thing leaves me thinking this guy needs a sex therapist right now. Right away. Yes, I agree. But yeah, that's in his dream. Um, they're They're fighting over the Captain of the Year award, right? Yes. I think they're, like, tugging on it. Okay, wait, before we even talk about that, the fact that the monkey, I, I'm just going to keep calling him monkey, um, that he has little cards that he uses to speak to people is really cute. And I love that there was, like, a... I don't even remember what the word was, but it was in all caps. Like, he was yelling, and he was like, shh. So he pulled up another card that are lowercase letters. And it makes me wonder, like, how does he know? How does he have the words ready? Like, I don't know. What? But because he's a magic monkey. Well, and he's a very smart monkey, though, because when they show up at the house, they decide they're going to dress up as Girl Scouts to fool anyone who might be suspicious. And the monkey's like, hello, Girl Scouts. And then when they start not paying attention, he just holds up a card. He's like, pirates. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, Girl Scouts, though, that's what he went with. I mean, yes. sure. If you had a sure. beard that luxuriant, you'd be a Girl Scout, too. <laughs> um, I don't know if I want to buy Thin Mints from them or not, though. No. Um, Maybe ham. <laughs> Darwin <laughs> and the monkey make a play for Polly, but ultimately do not manage to get her. It's a mm. very very obvious thing that they tried to do it but captain still doesn't believe it and i feel like i have the words because he's stupid written in my notes at least 11 times yeah minimum but the bathtub scene was fun because poor non-female totally male 
pirate almost gets caught, you know, um, being a female, not male, uh, because the beard, I love that her beard is sitting, it's like hanging next to the tub because it's like, just in case, you know, somebody ends up falling into my tub with me. Um, but yeah, um, that tub scene, I feel like goes on a little longer than I needed it to. Um, but it was still hilarious. I don't know how to explain that. It's just like, it's funny, but it was long and, but I still enjoyed it. I don't know. Yeah. I like Especially that they were, they were rowing. kind of back on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. The poor monkey. Uh, yeah. Poor monkey is trying to do everything and still just cannot get it right. And so Darwin is just pissed at him all the time. It's like, you know what? He's a monkey. Leave him alone. <laughs> Uh, the monkey is doing better than he is. Exactly. Um, and you know what? The monkey can probably get a girlfriend. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, they go to the Scientist of the Year award. Charles tries to let them just give him Polly so they can get in themselves, but they disguise themselves as scientists. Of course. I mean, that's all you need is just lab coats, right? And Captain brags about how he's a master of disguise, but considering that the name he chooses is the Scientist Captain instead of the <laughs> Private Captain, uh-huh. he's killing it. Well, okay, there's also that whole thing where he's trying to get in and there's that man at the desk who's, like, signing everyone in. He asks him, okay, fine, if you're a scientist, name three elements. And Captain starts off pretty strong. I'm pretty sure gold is an element, right? Yes. <laughs> um, so he says gold. And then the other two are Tears of a Mermaid and Ham. And the man sitting at the desk says two out of three. Like it's good. I'm like, I'm sorry, which two? <laughs> gold, I get. Which other one did you think was an element? All right, then. I would have figured silver would have come into play, but I guess not. <laughs> Fuck silver. They're pirates. Uh, yeah okay i went there some of the other things being presented at this science fair are Mm -hmm. a hot air balloon that runs on a bicycle that supposedly Uh is a massive ladies magnet and a fucking vinegar baking soda volcano (laughs) (laughs) every science fair has to have one so you know that's basically all this is too (laughs) yeah I'm not quite sure how Polly even counts as a scientific discovery. They don't have mm-hmm. cloning, and if she's the last of her kind, there's no real way to make her reproduce. So, like, what are you pretending that you even did? You just, like, found an animal and were like, look at my animal. Yeah. Apparently, that's all you need to do. Because his fellow scientists, poindexters, and geeks are very much just like, <gasps> about it. So, it works, you know? Yeah, I also like that they're playing. I don't know what that music is. The dun 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 da da. That was my thank you. I'm amazing. Um, but yeah, that music. I love that they're playing it, especially because Monkey is also part of it, and it's, it was so great because it's not just music that's playing in the movie. For us, it is music that they are playing as a live band at the science show. <laughs> They're not even playing it as a live band. One person is playing it, and then Mr. Bobo gets all excited by it and starts drumming, and then Darwin looks at him like, at two? <laughs> and you know what? He gives him, like, an eye roll, like, fuck you, I'm gonna do this. Look, yeah. so, go Mr. Bobo. Um, but yes, Captain wins because this is his movie, but unfortunate for him, when Darwin talked about untold riches, he met a set oh. of encyclopedias and an audience with Queen Victoria. Oh, before we get to there, though, first of all, here's Polly, because that's how he introduces Polly as the, you know, last of the dodos. And also, I have to mention this, the applause meter thing, that there are three different levels of it. The lowest level is rather fusty, which I had to look up because apparently that means, like, not good at all. Quite mm-hmm. polite is the next one, and raised or sorry yeah four not three four there's quite polite and then raised eyebrows like and then lastly of course as we see happening ladies fainting Mm -hmm. um and he gets a ladies fainting level of applause 
And that's how he wins. But now back to dum dum dum, Queen Victoria. Yep. Uh, Darwin <laughs> tries to simp all over her and she has no interest in it because he has a weird shaped head and he doesn't have a freaking dodo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain, she hates pirates. And so he introduces his crew as his crew and then has to backtrack by saying, I mean, crew in a street sense. Yo, yo, yo. No, <laughs> no. Stop it. No, no, keep going. Keep going. It's beautiful. <laughs> yep. oh. She basically tries to flirt the dodo out of him, at which point he accidentally tells her that he's a pirate. Yep. And number two kind of looks like he wishes he would have just let Captain make baby clothes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know what? We wouldn't almost be dead if you had just done that, at least. Uh, yeah, um, but, you know, the way that it gets revealed to everybody that he is, in fact, or they are, in fact, cat, uh, pirates, not scientists, is the clothing burns because he mixes two liquids together in little beakers and they spill. And the first time they burn his clothes off and someone says, he's no scientist, he's a Girl Scout because he's got the Girl Scout outfit on underneath the scientist outfit. Why? And then... I don't know, but then even more why, because it burns again. It's like, he's no Girl Scout, he's a pirate. I'm like, what the fuck? Take your clothes off, bro. Just take off the clothes, put on the new ones. What's wrong with you? But it makes sense now why the lab coat wouldn't button all the way. Because <laughs> you yep. have three layers on, dude. Four, probably. I'm guessing he's wearing underwear of some sort. Probably. Um... He is about to be put to death, but Victoria really wants that fucking dodo, and Darwin tells her you're never gonna get it, because we don't know where it is. Yep. So she pardons him. Mm -hmm. The pirates try to leave, but Darwin convinces Captain to stay and get <sighs> toasted with him, because now that he's been pardoned, a bunch of London chicks want to slab his knob. Oh, uh, no. What? They seriously that? do. They do, but that wording was disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it's accurate. It's just disgusting. But I wrote down something just as disgusting, I think, because I wrote, damn it, Captain, you're the worst. Bros before hoes, bro. <laughs> so I'm not proud of myself. Well, Darwin <laughs> is his new bro, because as they're oh. leaving the bar and he is sloshed, he says, you know what I've discovered, Charles? The friends you make after you become famous are better, truer friends than the ones you've had for years before him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hate him. He's the stupidest man in the world. He's the worst. The I, I, I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if he's my least favorite. I'm trying to think now. I guess so, because the ones that I disliked are the ones that play very little roles in this movie. So as far as, like, actual main characters, yeah, he's my least favorite for sure. Mm -hmm. I liked Queen better than I liked him. <laughs> uh, she had some uh, moxie, let's call it. Oh, we'll get there. About her moxie. Yep. Uh, <sighs> Darwin strokes Captain's ego a little bit, and Captain immediately spills on where Polly is. Yep. Here's Polly again. Yep. Uh, <laughs> In Bobo his beard. pulls out a gun. They uh -huh. steal her again. Get caught again, and it mm -hmm. feels a little too repetitive for me. But a little bit. Mm -hmm. At that point, Victoria manages to catch Captain in that room. Mm-hmm. She basically offers him the entire contents of Aladdin's Cave of Wonders in exchange for Polly. Yep. And as he's looking into one of the jewels, he sees all of the different, you know, all of his friends or crewmates or, and then also the other, the evil pirates, saying random things that they've said to him in the movie to him. And I love that it ends with the albino pirate saying, wee, I'm a floating head. And I'm like... <laughs> Even even when somebody else is the one like thinking about you, you are adorable and I love you. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he pisses me off most here because he clearly is just like ready just to give away his dodo who he loves so much. Apparently, like apparently not, but he, you know, supposedly loves so much. Just give it away for all the gold. It's just like, really, dude? really fuck off that's no that's not cool for Polly 
it was a lot of gold, but he is also being a real dick about it because the first thing he does after he takes the offer is uh, buy himself some new clothes. Yeah. They're zebra fur and pink all at the same time with a giant chain skull and crossbow pendant. He mm-hmm. looks like Flavor Flav. Can he be? <laughs> Can he be a pimp pirate? Like, is that a is that a thing? Can you combine those two things? Because that's what he looks like. Yeah. But he has convinced his crew that Polly is still with them, but she's sleepy, so she's, like, hanging out in his beard. And mm-hmm. they're all stupid, except number two, so they all believe it. Yeah. Yeah, number two doesn't believe it for a second. It's just like, yeah, no, how the fuck did you- Well, especially because he says he, like, stole the money, too. He doesn't say, like, how he got it. I think he tries to tell them that he stole it, so- number two knows he can't fucking steal money he couldn't steal it with the crew he's not gonna do it on his fucking own that's for sure so he's just like yeah this is bullshit where's Polly what the fuck did you do yeah but he doesn't find out yet because they have to do the pirate of the year awards presented Mm -hmm. by the pirate king who is basically fat Elvis yep fat Elvis it has to be everywhere where you say king apparently yep um captain actually wins pirate of the year but bellamy immediately gets him stripped of the title because after being pardoned by the queen he is technically no longer considered a pirate yep whoopsie Whoops. i don't like bellamy but see that's the one i was gonna say and then i'm like you know what i don't like him but also he's barely in the movie so i can't say that he's yeah. my least favorite but um not only do they strip him of the title but the pirate committee thing immediately <laughs> confiscates all of his treasure and Everything. his clothes and throws him out <laughs> yeah that at seems first a bit much a little bit but like <laughs> it's a room full of pirates and you obviously can't keep your gold like yeah they can all work together and strip it from you <laughs> and um, they do his team is so nice and supportive of him because they don't give a flying fuck about being pirate of the year mm-hmm. but then they find out he sold Polly, and they all abandon him. He made the little blonde boy so sad, but she was out of Polly. And I'm like, no, fuck you. I hate you most right this exact second. Like, if I didn't already hate you enough because I love Polly, like, I hate you now because you made blonde boy sad. Yeah. Um. He tries uh, to act after everyone else leaves. Like, he and number two have been thick as thieves this entire time. But even uh-huh. that guy is done with Captain shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that is when he finally realizes, okay, now I fucked up. Yeah. Well, because that person was his, like, the person that stood by him through everything and was always so encouraging. Like, so were the rest of the crew, but, like, he was his number two. So now that he has left him and is just like, I'm done with your shit, it's just like, oh, fuck. I didn't think he would ever leave. Yep. And then a song... That should have been in the movie together starts to yeah. play. Right? Well, I, I mean, the Concours it, is amazing, and yes, it, it should have been. It like I mean, it wasn't dirty enough to be because like everything in the movie together was about sex. But I'm not crying. It's just raining. I did not write the rest of the lyrics. No other lyrics. It was so good though. These Holy shit. aren't tears of sadness because you're leaving me. I've just been cutting onions. I'm making a lasagna for one. <laughs> and it's playing over a montage of Captain selling uh, hand knitted baby clothes that look exactly like his beard and uh-huh. his no, his number two sitting in his office and looking like his lover just left him yep. and the rest of his crew are having a ham night like on the floor in the basement making a doll of him which is uh-huh. weird really weird Really weird, but you know they're sad, but they're not. Yeah, crying. but they should have made a doll of Polly. They should have. That's true. Oh well. <laughs> um. Yeah. The, the, that song was perfectly used. I think in that yeah. part of the movie, and also if it wasn't in this movie, I would have never known it existed. Okay, it probably wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for this movie. I don't know. I have the no Flight idea. Flight of the Concords is a pretty well-known comedy music band so it's possible that it still would have mm. I've heard of Flight of the Concords, but I don't know if I've heard anything besides now this <laughs> from them 
But anyway. <laughs> Captain has decided now is the time to break into the queen's petting zoo, which is what she wanted to do with Polly, or at least she said to get Polly back. Mm-hmm. But Darwin is already there because he has found a menu that explains that Queen Victoria mm-hmm. is like a member of a Bilderberg-esque group of world leaders that meet on a secret boat to eat the rarest and most endangered animals. Assholes. And basically <laughs> she paid Captain a fool's ransom in gold just to turn Polly into an alarange. That's a food, I'm sure of it. <laughs> uh, Ugh, Chinese food where they deep fry a thing and then put orange sauce on it. Mm. I mean, not, no, I no, not too, but yeah, not Polly, <laughs> not Polly, not endangered creatures at all. I was more thinking, yes, let's make some sort of veggie version of that, and I'm in. <laughs> yep. Anyway, but yes, they find out that that's what's happening, and so you know, apparently Darwin, who can never have a girlfriend. Um, in case you had forgotten, um, he is going to team up with Captain. This sounds like an awful plan already. I'm just like, no, but you two? No. They're the most incompetent ones. Yes. I'm like, this is disastrous already. (laughs) Yeah. And Darwin even says, it's impossible odds. And Captain's response is, it's only impossible if you stop to think about it. (laughs) Yes. This is again where I'm just like Charles Darwin is one of the most like well-known nature <laughs> scientists in the entire world and was oh. instrumental in the things that we know about genetics today. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, he's such a simp and a moron and he's not good <laughs> at anything. It's like, this is a real human person. <laughs> well, he was good at one thing. He taught Mr. Bobo how to talk and walk on two legs and serve people meals and stuff right (laughs) that's something maybe (laughs) um at first bobo decides fuck this shit and doesn't go with them but he has a change of heart and goes to steal a boat instead Mm -hmm. because bobo i think is like 10 times more competent than these two combined yeah You know, the monkey. <laughs> but yeah, um, they, uh, like, I, I feel like their whole plan was not even a plan. They're like, we're totally going to do this. We're going to get um, Polly back. It's like, yeah, but what's your plan? Because my favorite part of it is that they get to this boat thing on that airplane with the bike airplane it's not an hot airplane. air balloon it's a hot air balloon which apparently and, really is a chick magnet and darwin is looks like he's just thinking maybe i'll just land it right now <laughs> do i really care about the dodo um but yeah he is the only one riding the bike part of this hot air balloon and that already sounds like you guys didn't think any of this through because that boy's legs will not work at the end of this. So he is no use to you when you land. It also doesn't feel like it would be faster than a boat. Because no. it was a large ship. It wasn't just like a fucking little rowboat. It was the queen's like royal ship. Yeah. And this was not gas powered. It had like a tiny ass propeller on the back <laughs> and it was just this like skinny guy's legs yep and they're facing all sorts of weather conditions but this is claymation so of course they don't die from any of it no and they make it very quickly (laughs) actually they catch up and nobody gets hurt yeah and then they get there and i'm i'm already thinking because they get there and there's already you know all these assholes sitting around the table eating talking about what they've already tasted um, which, of course, I can't remember what it is they had eaten, but the queen says was not rare enough. And I thought it was, like, cooking temperature okay. rareness, but it wasn't. It wasn't, but it was also, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I'm guessing a white rhino or a white yeah. me elephant or something like that. Something, yeah. And it was a fucking nugget. Yeah. You killed one of the rarest animals on the planet to make a chicken nugget? <laughs> no, no, clearly not a chicken. Okay, a <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, they they are 
assholes to a whole other level. <laughs> like, not only are you eating the rarest animals ever, but also you are eating them in a way where if you had just eaten a chicken nugget, fuck, there's not even a flavor difference between, or texture difference, really, between chicken nuggets and fake chicken nuggets, like the vegan chicken nuggets. No taste difference at all. Exactly the same. You could switch it out and not tell someone, and they'd be like, oh, shit, this tastes like chicken nuggets, because chicken nuggets don't taste like chicken. <laughs> It's the bragging rights of it, though. Yeah. My favorite part, though, is that everything that they decide they're going to eat at this thing has to look like what it was before. So they have a, uh, I don't know, hedgehog or something? Yeah, and something The hedgehog spikes. still has all the spikes on it. And yeah. even the elephant nuggets are shaped like little elephants. <laughs> so fucked up. Um... When Charles and Captain get on the boat, Charles accidentally falls into some weird mechanism that I'm not quite sure why the ship has, uh -huh. in which he gets tarred and feathered, which yep. makes the guards that catch them think that he's some kind of duck, and therefore they grant these two access to the kitchen. Apparently the guards are just as stupid as these two are, because his, quote, beak is a fucking plunger. <laughs> and I'm just yep. like... Okay, sure. Why He's not? He's clearly a person, but Yeah, whatever. no, that's fine. No, rare creature. <laughs> and this is when I realized the timeline of this meal makes no sense. Because uh, the fucking, like, they should have already cooked Polly? Yeah, they're saying that Polly is supposed to be the main dish, so Victoria thinks that Polly is almost ready, but Polly is still alive, not basted, not marinated, and she still even has all of her feathers on. And mm -hmm. in addition, there are at least eight other animals in the holding room, so yeah. Polly is the main course of eating fucking rhino for brandy and panda for dessert. <laughs> oh, Oh. I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think about what these crazy-ass motherfuckers are planning to do. But also, yeah, you're not going to have Polly today. Like, there, that needs some time, right? Yeah. Like, I've never caught an animal and killed it and defeathered it and, you know, marinated it and all that kind of shit. But I'm imagining that takes a few fucking hours minimum. So, good luck Not to that. mention the cooking time for such a large bird considering yeah. they wanted to serve her whole. Yep. That's probably an hour to an hour and a half cook. Welcome to Millennials at the Movies, where we're discussing how long it would take to cook a rare dodo bird. <laughs> if you want to eat your pet, it would approximately... Oh, no! Don't eat your pets! They, Don't eat your pets! They managed to recover Polly. And as they're sneaking out, Queen Victoria calls for a status update. And uh -huh. Captain is a moron, so he decides to answer the call. So stupid. And he basically talks almost like the chef, but more like the chef from The Little Mermaid, where it's like, Zutalor, ho ho ho. <laughs> I don't and even remember that from Little Mermaid, but that was hilarious. I, I, I'm doing too many accents on this podcast, dude. I love um, it. I'm, it's giving me life. Go on. <laughs> He immediately tips her off because he's so awful at everything. So she lowers herself down into the kitchen in a dumbwaiter, which I loved. It was the creepiest looking thing ever because she has those crazy eyes too. And she's all bent all... It gave me Pennywise yes. feels, right? Like I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm glad this isn't a real life thing, that this is just claymation because that is nightmare worthy right there. But yeah, she comes down and decides, okay, fuck this shit, I'm gonna do this myself, because badass queen is badass, man. Like, this is my favorite part of the queen, because she's like, okay, alright, I'm done with this shit, it's on. <laughs> and she takes her dress off, basically. Uh, kind of. She's also <laughs> smart, and I enjoy that too. Mm -hmm. um, her The bottom of her dress becomes like a robot thing full of weapons for her. Yep. And she winds up in like tights and her queenly top sword fighting captain. Loved it. After, of course, beating Darwin in the face with a frying pan so hard that it has an imprint of his <laughs> face in it. Yep. Poor Darwin at this point, though, everything they throw hits him in the head. <laughs> yeah. The claymation of that sword fight was gorgeous. 
It was beautiful. That scene was probably my favorite of all of the scenes in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Plus, I I love that they made the queen not this, like, stuffy, like, somebody else come and clean up this mess kind of a queen. That she was like, yeah, no, I know karate. I know every fucking fight style there is out there. I am good with swords, and I'm going to fucking kill you myself. Give me my bird back. (laughs) Which, you know what? I'm not... I'm not on her side. I don't want her to eat Polly. However, he sold her the fucking bird. It doesn't matter. It's not up to you to decide what she does with the bird at that point. The bird no longer belongs to you. You took the gold and you lost the gold. So you have nothing to give this woman and you're just expecting to come steal her bird from her. Fuck off, dude. Exactly. So Captain is the worst. Um, Captain is the worst, and Captain almost fucking dies, except Bobo is the smartest one, so he went to go get the Captain's crew to save the day. Yeah, This is where I realized that Bobo would be a better boat captain than Captain. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, I feel like none of the rest of them could. Like, even number two, who I think is capable, couldn't Captain anything. Um, he is a very good number two. Yes. But, but that's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they come to his rescue, thank goodness, in the nick of time because he's almost dead. And Darwin is basically... I feel like the queen wouldn't even bother killing Darwin. It's like, yeah, I'll just hit you with a frying pan again and you'll just... You're not going to be any problems for me once well, the captain's dead. He's so stupid that no matter how much she beats him up, all she has to do is be like, oh, Chucky, my love. And he's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, men. Yeah. Shaking my head at men. Simps. <laughs> oh. You know what? I'm I'm kinda of, I I'm in, I'm here for it. I I wanna do that to a man. Not hit him in the face with a frying pan. Just be like, Oh, you're an asshole, you're an idiot. I wanna just use you for what I need. I'm kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. I'm completely kidding. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I said I, it three I, times, so you know I'm not lying. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought that the vinegar and baking soda thing from earlier was like super stupid and was just like a throwaway joke. Uh-huh. But apparently that's like the climax of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, they really liked it. <laughs> apparently they have a giant tub of baking soda to go with their entire feather area. <laughs> and a bunch of gallons of vinegar get thrown into it with Queen Victoria and uh-huh. it'll basically explodes to a point where it starts to capsize the boat. Yep. Um interesting Victor- choice. <laughs> Victoria surfs out of the vinegar <laughs> volcano uh-huh. and grabs Polly and tries to escape in the balloon. Yep. And you know what? I love her even more for that because I'm like you are not giving up. You've just been through all of this shit and you're still like, no, I'm getting that bird back. (laughs) She's willing to sacrifice like five other world leaders, one of whom I'm pretty sure might have been supposed to be George Washington (laughs) based on the clothes and hair. Yeah. Sounds right. It's just like, okay, fuck them. They'll drown. This is my bird. Yeah. Spread that rumor. George Washington, you see rare exotic animals. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i mean charles darwin is apparently an immoral simp who steals birds and hangs out with a monkey too much so why not oh man but yeah she gets into the hot air balloon and is going to take off wait okay but this is is this a different hot air balloon no because she's not riding the bike part of it and it still takes off and it might moving. be a, a different one i don't know but I don't. Think yeah, I was just confused. I didn't think it was either. But they were just like, "Well, the queen's not gonna fucking ride the bike. That's how would she do all the rest of the shit while she was doing that?" So they were just like, "Fuck it, no one's gonna remember that." I remember. <laughs> um. But yeah, she gets up in the air. She's almost escaping. Almost. Almost. But Captain won't let anything happen to Polly. Suddenly. So Mm -hmm. he jumps up onto a rope and climbs up to rescue Polly. And then Polly just fucking bites the balloon and they almost fall to their deaths. But all the pirates pull like a Muppet chain and catch them off the side. (laughs) 
I was so glad Polly finally not only bit the balloon, but also bit the queen, too. I was like, fucking finally, man. I was expecting that to happen so long ago because they talked, uh, Captain even said after he was being an asshole, of like, who cares about Polly? Remember, she used to bite us all the time. And it's like, how come she hasn't bitten the fucking queen yet, though? <laughs> yeah. And he, she finally does. So I was glad for that. Yep. And they're all safe, and number two get, uh, yells at Queen Victoria to unpardon the captain, which makes <laughs> him Pirate of the Year again. Yep. So, Yay. I, I mean, didn't like that that came back, because the entire point of the thing was, Pirate of the Year doesn't matter as long as I have all of you. Except, yeah. No. Apparently it, it apparently does still. It matters, yep. <laughs> um... What matters to me is that while the boat is sinking and all the foreign dignitaries are like, oh shit, um, <laughs> the pirates release all of the other animals. And I had a moment where I was like, it's really cute that they did that. I'm so glad, but maybe putting them all on a boat and just being like, okay, good luck wasn't the best plan, except it worked out really well because they're fine. They are on the island waiting for the queen to fall off of this tree or whatever the fuck it is so that they can eat her. And that was great. <laughs> it might have worked out for some of them. I'm not sure how being in that boat for that long would have helped the dolphin. Well, he it could have just jumped into the ocean. Let's just say it did. Yep. <laughs> um. Number two has this whole big speech where he waxes poetic about Captain so much that Captain asks if he's a woman disguised as a man. <laughs> so this is a love story. It's canonical now. It is, you yeah. You're not a woman because I'm about to tap that. Yep. And you know what? Again, I'm here for it. Do it. Just be nicer to him. I hope you've learned your fucking lesson. And he gets his hug, at least. And he is so happy to be yeah. getting a hug from Captain. And it was so cute. I was happy for yeah. that. Even um, though it happens now. Yes. Uh, Darwin winds up on an island to study animals, but there are already busty hula chicks there, so he's just like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get a girlfriend. I'm gonna. I'm... Mr. Bobo stays on the pirate boat, and on one hand, I'm happy he is on the pirate boat, because I think mm -hmm. he would make a great pirate. On the other hand, it makes me sad that he and Darwin aren't together anymore. Uh Darwin wasn't nice to Bobo, though. I know. So, good for you, Bobo. Get away from that abusive man. Ooh. Abusive relationships are bad. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my advice. Yes, <laughs> um, I have two things to say, because I think we're at the end of the movie. First of all, my favorite quote is when they bring back the sea monsters thing, because the boat is sailing, and then a sea monster eats it, but then spits it out, and um, Captain says, "See, I told you, didn't I tell you? Just, just added on for decoration, my foot." And I don't know what it is about my foot there that I loved so much, but also I really like that they brought that back, and the sea monsters were actually real. So that was yeah. my favorite. <laughs> so did I. There's also a song. Apparently it's called All Right. I'm going to call it We Are Young, We Are Free because that's the only line I remember from it. But the we are young, we are free, da-da-da, da-da-da. It's apparently by a band called Supergrass. I didn't know that. But it is a song from Clueless. And so it made me so happy. I was like, holy shit, it's Clueless. <laughs> 90s kids, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but that just, like, the, the soundtrack was so good. It was really good. Yeah. Is there anything oh. else today? Did we leave anything out? I am ready for final ratings, actually. Huzzah. All right, go ahead. I gave it a 65. Oh, shit. It's really easy to watch. It's fun. It's short. It has a great soundtrack. And I mean, Claymation is super nostalgic for me. Mm -hmm. I definitely watch it again, but it's not something that I'm going to want to see again this year or next year or probably the year after that. I don't think I've watched it since 2012 and it's been 10 years. I enjoyed it. <laughs> probably be another 10 before I watch it again. <laughs> That's fair. I gave it a 73. Um, I hadn't even heard of this movie before. Um, so it was a nice surprise for me and maybe it's because I had never heard of it and I was like how have I never seen this movie in my life with especially with all the voices and everything um and I do like claymation I don't know many claymation movies I will say that but um 
I enjoyed it. There were some funny lines. The music was freaking amazing. But yeah, I don't know that I'm going to be like, oh, I remember fucking Pirates Band of Misfits. I want to watch that movie today at any point, possibly, in my life. Unless I'm like having my niece or nephew watch it or something. And in that case, it's more like, here, you guys watch this, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't think it's going to be a movie that I sit here and think about and go, I am going to go ahead and watch that movie tonight. But it was good. So thank I'm you. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> um, let's see if I enjoy your next pick quite as much. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. doing Someone Great from 2019 starring Gina Rodriguez and Lakeith Stanfield. So many hot chicks in this movie. I just... Okay. Um, in the meantime, guys, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram at Millennials at the Movies. We're on Twitter at Millennials ATM. And my personal Twitter is Ami. That's A-M-I underscore movies. And my personal Instagram is Cantaloupe underscore eyes like the fruit. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.